everyone welcome back to another episode of unapologetically anxious me confessions of a haitian girl i'm your host joe and i am going to be talking about 35 things i wish i could tell my younger self i'm excited to be doing this episode because i am 35 years old and boy does your girl wish there are things i could go back and tell my younger self not even just my child self but like my younger self as an 18 19 20 21 year old joe um now as a not even just like my 30 year old self but like now as a fully formed 35 year old woman I have learned so much just in the last five years of life. Like your 30s are just such a amazing, freeing place to be. Let me tell you, I love this decade. (laughs) This has been my favorite decade of life. I love being 30 and in my 30s, I would not go back to my 20s. If you paid me, I definitely would not go back to my teens if you paid me. Being in my 30s have definitely been a whole nother experience. That whole like frontal lobe like development thing, if that, that whole thing is true. Like, yes, that third eye has been developed. I am very much in tune with who I am. And the zero fucks given is, mm, it is so sweet up in these streets. (laughs) So I am going to go through this list of like things that I am telling my younger self Um, from 1 to 35. They're not really in any particular order. I literally threw this list together about like 5 in the morning before I jumped into mommy mode and had to do my school routine with my kids. But I definitely, this is true to myself. This is a lot of things that I am still working on and I am being vulnerable about a lot of things that I am still uh, trying to figure out myself. Um, but like I do in every episode, I'm going to go ahead and jump in with a mental health check-in first. Um, and I want to be real honest with where I am right now. My very big anxious thing right now that I'm feeling is definitely just having a lot of anxiety right now with where I am in life. I'm having a lot of anxiety about what I'm currently feeling about just where I am in terms of my career, where I am with this platform. I'm just jumping into it and I'm pretty nervous. I'm pretty nervous to just be recording right now. I'm pretty nervous to just be diving in again and I love this platform so much I have such a vision for this platform I'm really diving into 
this power of vulnerability. I want so badly to connect on such a deeper level with my listeners and the people who follow me because I really want you to get to know me and understand where I am coming from and who I am as a person. Mental health has just been such a journey for me and I have found so much empowerment in being vulnerable and speaking my truth and connecting with people is something that has been so near and dear to me and allowing people the space to connect with me and be vulnerable and giving them permission to do that I think is so empowering. So that is something I definitely hope to continue to do in future episodes and I invite you to come on that journey with me. So without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump into my 35 things. I want to shout out my friend Natty B for giving me the idea to do this. I believe she got this from Cammie Crawford, who did this on her podcast, Relationship. And I listened to it and while I definitely related, she did it from a 30-year-old perspective. Your girl is grown and 35, and I didn't quite relate to her that much, only because we're very in, we we are in different tax brackets, (laughs) and I think we just are in different places in life, and I feel like uh, we have different perspectives, and so I wanted to share my perspective, and I wanted to talk to my child self and my, uh, not even my child self, but my 20, 21 year old self and um, share that with you. So number one on my list is you're enough. This is something that I have had to speak into myself and continue to speak into myself on a daily basis. And that is on every aspect of life. You're enough as a mother, you're enough as a friend, you're enough as a wife, you're enough in your your career you're enough on all levels in life Um, you bring enough to the table you're enough as a person Um, and this is a message I struggle with a lot and I have struggled with ever since I was a child so um, I think I struggled with that even as a um, forming adult at 18 19 and 20 21 Um, number two, you're not going to have it all and that's okay. Yep, that's true. Um, it took me a while to get around to this part of the, to this part of the messaging. Um, and it, especially when I became a mother, um, I think this definitely sent me into a really big spiraling depression, um, I I definitely didn't understand not having it all. I, I think I always had this idea ever since I was in my early 20s, um, even right out of high school, because I think we're conditioned in this way when we get into the school system, into the college system, that we're going to, we just have to go to school, get a job, and it's, we're going to have this outcome and our, jo- our job's going to reflect this kind of account, like bank account, <laughs> you know, like we're going to have this kind of, you know, um, 
financial freedom be linked to that. Um, so I think I've always had this idea that I was going to have everything because I took these steps and so of course that's how it's supposed to work um so it's okay if you don't have it all and and I think Michelle Obama's book Becoming is one of the books that actually helped me get to the place of understanding that you can have it all you just don't won't have it all at the same time and your version of all will be different from other people's version of all and that's okay um and and that that took me a little while to figure out number three is your mental health is part of your actual health take care of it go to therapy that is that is health that is your your health that is a doctor as well um and going to therapy was the best thing I ever did for myself so go girl like I think I I definitely my first experience with going to therapy was um when I was about 19 I was very very sick at the time and I was in college and I, I I was probably I think yeah I was definitely at a place where I was overwhelmed and I needed I needed the help and my choices were going to the support group that a doctor had recommended or going to um, a therapist and speaking in front of strangers was definitely not my cup of tea so I was like okay let's try this therapist thing and I remember the therapist being heavily focused on my childhood and my traumas and I was just not in a place in life where I was ready to talk about those things, let alone like dive deeply into them. And so that scared the shit out of me. So your girl was out of there after like two sessions. So <clears throat> yeah, I definitely, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't stick to it and I hadn't committed to any kind of form of therapy really until um, 2016 after my daughter was born and I was literally reeling and was having some incredibly dark moments and if you read my book um, shameless plug you'll know that um, you'll know the ins and outs of that story so um, yeah that that definitely was when I actually committed to therapy on a consistent basis number four wear the damn dress (laughs) stop obsessing about your body girl like it was something that dictated so much of my younger life um and for a long time i was much smaller um much i was like a double zero for um most of my teen years and then um i then that kind of switched over after I was sick and then I gained a lot of weight um, kind of rapidly and my body changed and so that was a big mind fuck and I I definitely I, I'm still and then after children my body took like another big shift so like I, I've been on a very love-hate <laughs> journey with my body and I'm struggling um, now. I think I, at the time when I was when I was much younger, I I definitely didn't appreciate my body. And I think if I could go back, I would just be like, you know, wear what you want to wear, wear it without shame, wear it without 
worrying about what other people are thinking. Um, I spent a lot of time in my head, a lot of time being afraid and ashamed of like what I wanted to wear because I didn't want to offend anyone. And um, I, I definitely cared way too much about what other people thought about me. Number five, your parents' approval is not the end-all be-all. Oh my god, I cannot say this enough. Even now, like, I struggle with it as a 35-year-old woman, but, like, um, it is way less, it has way less of a, like, gripping, like, factor on me now as it did back then. Um, back then it was much, much harder. I would have given up several ones to get their approval. Um, which is hard. Um, it's hard to think about now because I know how restricting that was. I remember how, um, suffocating it was to, to live in that, that world. Um, so I would, if I could go back and speak anything to that Joe, it would be to try to live your life um, try to do what you want to do and, and be fearless and, and try to stay away from being so wrapped up in what they thought of you and what they wanted you to do because in the end it really didn't matter. It really didn't. Um, number six there's no age limit to success stop allowing time to fear you into decisions that don't make you happy i did so many things because i thought i had to and that like um it was the right time and i had to do this before i was this age and i had to and i was so um stuck on what i was supposed to do or at least what i thought i was supposed to do there was no time limit there really isn't even now, um, and, and I let that go because I realized that like a lot of things that are happening for me, they didn't happen at the age that I thought they were going to. And I'm happy with that. I'm okay with that. If I waited and I, if I gave up on all those things because they didn't happen at the age that I wanted them to happen, I would have missed so many blessings. I would have missed my mark in this world. And my biggest fear is to like, miss the good things that are out there for me and that are still out there for me because I'm so fixated on doing things the right way or when at a certain age there's you know there's no checklist there's no time there's you're on nobody's time or any of that but your own like you are on your own path Joe Number seven, stop working for jobs you hate. Money should not dictate how you move. Oh my goodness. Again, stop doing things you don't like to do. Like I did, I took a lot of jobs and remained in the corporate world doing things that I did not like to do. Um, instead of, I went to school to be a journalist and I remained on the corporate side of things for a very long time. I abandoned my love of writing. I abandoned the creative end um, because I, I wanted to prove 
to my parents that I was doing more. I wanted to prove to my parents that I could make a living out of this and that um, I was not just throwing my life away. I was not just throwing my college degree away. I was not just throwing it, my college career away. I was doing something with it. And the more I fixated on that, the more I was unhappy, the more I found myself experiencing the exact opposite. And and it wasn't until I started doing the things that weren't really going to make me a whole lot of money um, did I actually start getting to the opportunities that actually were going to make me money. And those opportunities came by a lot faster than I thought they would because I remained true to me. I remained true to what I love because I was good at those things. I was good at what I wanted to do. Number eight, don't be afraid of your sexuality. She's worth exploring and deserves to be explored without shame. Joe, you are so lucky to be married to your best friend. And for the longest time, I was very ashamed of my bisexuality. I was very ashamed to say it out loud. And my husband wasn't the only person who truly knew who I was and knew of my sexuality. And I'm very blessed to be in a relationship where um, I get to explore myself in in that way. Um, But for a long time, I was in this little bubble and we were in this little bubble that was just us. And I didn't get to explore that out loud. Um, And so I think that I am so, so very blessed and lucky to be married to my best friend who allows me to be myself no matter what. But if I can go back to my younger self, it would be to be honest about who you are to more than just your partner, be honest to other people as well because the people who deserve to be in your life will love you for who you are. And you don't have to keep the secret and carry it by yourself. You can be honest about who you are. Number nine, your relationship plays a key role in your life, but don't make it your identity. And that goes strictly to say, I have always been someone who deeply devoted herself to my relationship because that's really all I had in my life um, outside of my family. And when I turned away from my family and my religion, which was pretty much all of encompassing my family, I, I definitely had nowhere and no one else to turn to. So my relationship became a very big part of my identity. And so I, I lost a lot of my independence in terms of who I was. I, I think I definitely um, made that a big core of who I was. And I think that if I can go back and speak to that person, I would say to really get to know who you are 
on an individual basis and learn to separate yourself too. Learn to separate who you are from that relationship and be okay with standing on your own two feet as well. Um, just a little shameless plug and reminder, Unapologetically Anxious Me also has a Patreon page now. Unapologetically Anxious Me has its own Patreon. We have two tiers. You have your basic $5 support me um, tier. And if you want an exclusive behind the scenes where you will learn a lot more about me personally, my sexuality, my relationships, some more inner workings about my personal life, that is where you're going to get a lot more behind the scenes content in the $15 tier. So definitely go there to subscribe where you're going to get a lot more information about who I am as a person. So that's just a little tidbit and update for you there. Um, back to the list. Number 10, remain independent minded no matter how difficult it becomes after motherhood. So after I became a mom, this was very, very hard to hold on to. I think this is something that a lot of moms um, struggle with. I think you just kind of pour so much of yourself into your family that you kind of just, you as a person, just kind of get lost in the shuffle. And this is something I'm struggling with currently. I feel like, especially when I stepped away from this platform and I stepped away from a lot of the things that I was doing creatively and just to focus on my family, um, I really felt like I was just being a mom and a wife and I wasn't doing much outside of those roles and and I've come to learn that those are very very important roles for me um, to continue doing as well as being a mom and a wife I have to be creative I have to continue um, to pour myself into other spaces outside of just being mom um, number 11, do not ever work with rich old white men who make you feel like your only role is to do their bidding and make them richer. I think that goes without saying. I spent a lot of time in the corporate world and, um, for the most part, I constantly felt simmered down. I constantly felt, um, like I was not valued and was not doing um, what I wanted to really do. I felt like my only role was to fulfill somebody else's dream and I didn't want to be part of a system and I never want to be part of that again. I was done with being and discriminative and racist positions and I can't do that to myself anymore. Number 12. Bet on yourself, no matter how fairy tale it may sound to others. Keep speaking it into existence. Tell anyone who will listen, eventually the right person will. Um, it really wasn't until I, I really kept talking to anyone who would listen. It really wasn't until I kept talking about it and heard and someone 
who was I didn't really even think was going to be someone who would actually make a difference in my life um turned out they were connected to somebody who was connected to somebody who made a difference and that was what led to me talking to the right people and that created a talk show and that led to one opportunity that led to one opportunity and my life changed you know what i mean like it it really you can't you can't ever tell when or how or what place you're going to be when those little things are going to set up that's going to make a difference so always be willing to talk about your your dreams even if they sound like fantasies even if they sound ridiculous in your head they're not going to always sound ridiculous to the right person number 13 if you choose to be a parent do so because it's what you truly want in your heart of hearts and no matter and not for any other reason children do not have to be part of your plan and please don't allow any other anyone to make you feel like they have to number 14 girl have all the sex really no really have all the sex all the sexual experiences and i will stop right there again if you want to know more in the future patreon number 15 you will never regret an experience especially if it has to do with food or trip i have never regretted taking an amazing trip or having incredible food i love to eat and i love to travel so you will never in- regret spending money on a trip and eating great food ever number 16 protect your energy at all costs so at like 18 19 20 probably younger than that i was the pop off queen like i was reactor central and i think back to these days when like i used to react i had a temper on me and even till this day like i still have i still have a pretty bad temper but it's very much controlled very very much controlled after becoming a mom i don't got energy for this bullshit i don't got time for it you can miss me with that i just choose what i invest my energy in and very 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 few people is going to get me popping off outside of anything that does not affect me which is unless you're my family or have anything to do with me really that that really affects my life you're probably not going to get much out of me in terms of a reaction but back then you could get anything out of me and but now like i i really do choose my battles quite wisely and i protect my energy at all costs and some things are just not worth the bullshit it's just not worth your time 
So I protect my energy at all costs. And sometimes if it ain't worth it, it really isn't worth it. It just is not worth it. And maybe that's just me. Maybe, maybe I've just grown out of it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Number 17, take pictures, write everything down, record your memories. I love this shit. I love, maybe it's just the writer in me. Maybe it's because I'm a journalist. Maybe, who knows? I just love recording things. And I think that my generation and the generation after me, like, we, I think we are pretty big fans of this. Like, we're, we love to put things up on social media and, like, and I, I appreciate that because I think, like, my kids are always going to have, like, these memories to go back on and they'll always have memories of themselves when they were children. I think it's so important because time goes by so quickly and you never know. You never know when things are going to change and I think memories just keep us connected. So number 18, stay connected to your family as much as possible. This is very, very difficult in families where relationships are estranged. I'm a very deep person. I like to remain um, in very deep connected relationships. I don't like surface level relationships. However, um, this is not something that we're all privileged to have, especially in our families. And so even if it is surface level, stay connected with your family as much as you can, because any connection is better than no connection. Number 19, step away from things that no longer serve you, whether that's friendship, love, family, religion, or even a career always choose you. You are the only one who's got you at the end of the day. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, choose yourself, your mental health. If something is toxic, is hurting, is, is just doing yourself a disservice, step away. Number 20, stay hungry for true freedom and ultimate happiness. Um, I just recently unpacked this in therapy, but I feel like true freedom for myself is living without fear and for me living without fear is living without fear of failure living without fear of um, poverty living without fear of loss it's a lot of these things these are all personal things of course um but that's whatever that looks like to you. And for me, living without fear is probably the closest I feel to true ultimate happiness. And once you stop being hungry for that, once you stop being hungry for feeding for your soul, I feel like that's when you've truly given up on life. And that, that that's just, that's when... You know, it's sad. That's when you've given up on everything. So um, stay hungry. Number 21, you are in a lane all on your own. Stay trying to fit. Um, stop trying to fit into other people's ideas of who you are and who you're supposed to be. It's okay to stand out for a while. You were, you were born to. Um, I think this is definitely for my childhood self. So. 
Um, I've never fit in. I've never looked like everybody else. Um, I'm probably never going to fit in and I'm probably never going to look like everybody else. And that's okay. Um, that's something that uh, took me a really long time to accept. Um, but I love that. I actually am very proud of that now. And um, that's okay. It's, it's, it's interesting, actually. Um, I think I've I'm starting to come around to, to that interesting uh, difference. And yep, that's where I'm at with that. Uh, let's see, number 22, invest in the things you love to do, like dance or singing lessons. Don't just focus your life on work and making money. Um, this is something I definitely have to remind myself um, a lot and that's because I think just coming from a being raised by first-generation immigrants that is um, a toxic thing that has kind of been uh, just drilled into my head in a way of you are nothing if not productive and you have to be productive and I have based a lot of my um, value on productivity and making money and making sure that I am building something. And so I've equated a lot of happiness and success on those things. And I think that is truly a big mistake that a lot of people do. Number 23, read. It's part of your superpower. It really, really is. It wasn't until I fell in love with reading and research and my creative side again um, that I got back into um, all the things that I am doing again and falling in love with my creative side and falling in love with writing and my career as it should have been from the very beginning. I think college really sucked the creative creativity out of me and then it forced me and got me ready for the work world and corporate world, which I was stuck in for a very, very long time. And being in that world, I gave up all hopes of really being a creative and having a career that really reflected that. And it wasn't until I moved to Minnesota and kind of was forced to like reevaluate my life and fell into such a deep depression that I really fell in love again with writing and reading and research and history and all the things that like brought me to who I am and made up the core of who I was as a person and it reminded me of why I chose this career to begin with. So my superpower came back to me and um and I can never go back. I can never go back to that world again because I remember 
I remember who I am now. Number 24, avoid toxic people who are energy suckers. Oh my gosh. Uh, you're an empath, baby. Like it takes, those people are attracted to people like you and they leech on and they will suck you dry. And you are going to meet a lot of them throughout your life. A, a lot, a lot of them. Um, avoid them like the plague. Um, you can't handle them and you don't want to try to handle them. It is definitely not good for your mental. It has never been good for your mental. And remember to take care of yourself before you try to take care of other people. Number 25, do everything they tell you to do with taxes, no matter no matter what. You're never going to get it. That's okay. Just go to a professional and you'll stay out of prison. <laughs> um, that's okay. It, it's, it's all complicated. Nobody knows what they're doing. That's all right. That's cool. Number 26, a man is not security and you do not need a man to take care of you. Um, you are very lucky to have Wano and he is a great, amazing husband, but you do not have, have, have to have a man to take care of you. That is something that is false security that has been drilled into you ever since you were a child. Just so you know, you are very capable of taking care of yourself and that a man is not the end-all be-all just so you know number 27 you can do hard things you really can i promise you you can do hard things you are capable you are able to get through very difficult things no matter how complicated it may seem, I promise you. Number 28, speak up and don't be afraid to tell people who you are. For a very, very long time, I have really struggled with this and I still do. I am more than happy to announce that I am a mother. I am always more than happy to announce that I'm a wife, but Telling people that, hey, I am a published author. Hey, I have a podcast. Hey, I created a talk show and I'm a talk show host. Hey, I have this or I have that. Those things are very difficult for me to do, even though they are things that I have accomplished. I've worked damn hard to create and do, um, but I find them difficult, even throughout my 20s, any time that I accomplished anything, college, anything that I ever did throughout my career, I struggled to say, this is what I've done. And I think imposter syndrome is something that I'm struggling with a lot right now. Um, it might have a lot to do with me always going back to number one and not feeling enough. Um, or feeling like my lifestyle reflects the titles that I carry. Um, 
So I, I do carry a lot of shame for where I am and feeling that I need to be more. Number 29. Life is going to throw some incredibly difficult, unfair, and downright cruel circumstances at you. But I promise you, you're going to survive them. So I need you to remember who you are in your lowest moments and take it one step further. Dare to be fearless. Number 30. Time is fleeting. Tell them now. They may not be here tomorrow. Number 31. Never stop taking care of your inner child. I say this because my inner child stopped being a child probably around the age of five. And if you have read Unapologetically Anxious Me, the book, then you know a lot about what I'm talking about. And I feel that the adult Joe took over very quickly. And I feel that I, as the adult Joe now, who is a lot more aware I'm trying very hard to feed that child's soul. I'm trying very difficult, trying hard. It's hard process to go through now, but it's, and it's very difficult to even like implement it because I, I don't always have the means to feed her soul because I've been an adult for so long. Um, so I try to be soft with her and being soft is very difficult when you've had to be hard for so long. Number 32, what is meant for you will always come back to you. I genuinely believe this. Um, having been most of my adult life, I've gone through um, a lot of ebbs and flows and relationships and career and um, friendships and and all these different avenues I have this has been a common theme of what has been meant to happen and meant to be will be and this is very much true I feel um Number 33, I apologize, I am recording from home, so if you hear any sounds in the background, I live in a very noisy apartment. Um, Number 33, be of service even when you have nothing to give. Be a friend, listen, be there when you can. Money isn't always what's needed. You have more than, more to offer than you think. Um, number 34, travel near, far, wherever you are. <laughs> I, I say this because I feel like I allowed money and things to dictate so much of 
what I did. I wanted to be responsible. I wanted to pay my bills on time. I wanted to do all these things throughout my 20s that I, I allowed myself to give up and say no to whole experiences that I would be invited to or would come up because I was so afraid to fail in other aspects of my life. And it's just not worth it. And I'm still not living large and in charge. I am still like not like, you know, rolling in the dough. So like it it wouldn't have made a difference either way to give up a chance at creating a memory and being happy um, simply to be responsible. Number 35, spend time alone. Spend time doing things alone. Learn to appreciate your own company and appreciate and value your own space. This is something that I did not learn to appreciate until a little bit later I feel like closer like further into my 30s and like I said I'm loving this decade um because like my 20s I definitely didn't appreciate a lot about myself and I really appreciate the way my mind works I really appreciate who I am and the way I like I am wired as a person um, and so I'm learning that I love me and I love, uh, spending time with me. So, um, uh, like being alone is actually fun because nobody enjoys the things I enjoy more than me. So, uh, doing those things alone, I, I find a lot of joy in. Um, plus, I have a very loud little family. <laughs> it's me, my husband, and my daughter, and my son. And while I love them to death, my house is always loud and always chaotic. Um, in fact, we have a little sign in our living room that says welcome to our beautiful chaos which just perfectly describes our family at all times like they are all individually always making noise and that's just my life there's constantly like noise going on and so when they're not around or it's just me by myself, I really enjoy partaking in the things that I love to do alone. And a lot of that is just me like watching a nice documentary or researching like some like obscure historical figure. <laughs> um, this past weekend, it was uh, I deep dived into Nina Simone and um, Virginia Woolf. Don't ask me why random but i i loved it i also did a little bit of deep diving into marilyn monroe and um i finished season five of the crown so of course i had to deep dive into that and check for accuracy because that's what your girl does so you know these are all those like things that i love to do on my own that probably nobody finds fascinating like no one probably likes to scour the internet for like accuracies and dates but um that's what i do 
and it was fun and um that's i love spending my time alone i enjoy it so that was my list and um i really enjoyed doing this episode and so if you want to share some of your 35s before 35s or your 30s before 30s or 25s before 25s or whatever, whatever your list is, your ages, um, I'd be happy to hear some from you. Definitely drop by um, and leave a review and rate this episode. I'd love to hear what you think. And um, until next time. Bye.